You are listening to Good Talk. I'm your host, Brett Sowell. Let's get rolling. Thanks for tuning in to the Good Talk podcast. I'm your host, Brett. And I apologize for not having more podcasts this past year. It's been a crazy year. But what motivated me to start another podcast is the fact that it is football season again, finally. And so... We, um, me and my buddy John were actually on our way back from Nissan Stadium. We went to practice today. We actually got to experience a little VIP action. We got to go into the tunnel, high-five some players, go into the press box and watch practice. And so it was a pretty cool night. Uh, overall, I was not very um, enthusiastic about how practice went. I wasn't very excited after watching practice. It was kind of sloppy. We had a rain and lightning delay. It was like it was like week one of Miami all over again. Um, so at least this one didn't count. Um, so anyways, this podcast, we're going to talk a lot about uh, just what stood out to us today. We're going to talk about uh, the schedule coming up. We're going to give our opinions as far as what our record will be. Each game, we'll kind of break it down. We won't go too in-depth with each game, uh, but we're going to talk about that. And we're also going to do uh, play a little game at the end. So you'll catch on to that when we get there. So uh, first thing, John, I just want you to give me your initial thoughts at tonight's practice. What did you think? Well, what do I think? Watching this practice, the first thing that comes to mind is inconsistency. But we've come to expect that with the Titans the past, what, 13 years that we've been going to watch them play. So we're used to it by now. Marcus, he had a solid first drive, and after that, everything just sort of imploded. I get that it's practice, but I wish the guys had a little bit of urgency and a little bit of extra tenacity to go in into the season. You know, we are a little short time away from finally playing the Philadelphia Eagles in week one of the preseason. Guys' jobs are on the line. So, again, I was just expecting a little bit more. But, again, at the end of the day, I understand it's just practice. But come on, guys. Let's make something happen. Yeah, so I wasn't very excited about it either. I thought the first drive went well. I liked the layout of practice. Uh, it was just a scrimmage, uh, pretty much. Uh, blue team versus white team. Uh, they picked, they actually drafted the coaches. They drafted each other. So it's kind of interesting how they did that. But once again, when we got into situational football, we were working on third and short. I think I counted 0 for 5. And we didn't complete a pass or convert on third down. Uh, we had some just – Mariota was sacked twice in that. There was drop balls in that. Uh, there was a false start in there. So just a lot of things that uh, situationally we struggle with anyways as far as third down, and we couldn't convert. We couldn't catch a ball. Honestly, the guy who was dropping a lot of passes tonight that surprised me was Anthony Ferkser. Um, he was 19 of 20 last year catching the football, and he could not catch a cold tonight. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just he was overhyped or maybe the water, the rain. I don't know. There's no excuses as far as catching the football. As far as Mariota, I thought he was throwing the ball pretty accurate. I saw maybe one inaccurate pass. He was throwing the ball where only his guy could get it. 
wasn't really leaving room for the defense to pick him off. And so I, I, I liked how he was moving in the pocket. He looked good. He looked stronger. He looked bigger. And then uh, but, the second drive happened. But then the, the, then the second drive happened, which I, I will say there were some drop balls. And he didn't have anything to do with that. The offensive line let some guys get through. Um, so it just kind of was got it got sloppy towards the end, and and we didn't even stay for the Jake Owen concert. We were pretty much, we were just tired of, tired of being there uh, after practice. Kind of was just lagging there towards the end. So let's talk about the Laney Walker and Tajay Sharp. Man, they actually came ready to go. It's nice to have old reliable back out there. It really is. Yeah, so that was going to be my next question for you was who stood out to you in today's practice? So you kind of just mentioned it. So explain who stood out to you and why. Oh, for sure. The first drive, Tajay Sharp, he just came ready to play. He had three catches and he had a touchdown. You know what? I've always been a big fan of him, but hopefully he actually shows up this year because there is a substantial amount of depth behind him. You know, you just drafted A.J. Brown. You got Adam Humphreys. Obviously, you got Corey Davis. So he's got to step his game up. Oh, I also forgot Taewon Taylor. Know the speedster. So my standouts um, were actually the same. Mainly, one I was glad to have Delaney Walker back. He just makes such a big difference. He made several third-down catches. Uh, he was on the other team. He wasn't on Mariota's team. So Ryan Tannehill was throwing the ball at him a lot. Ryan Tannehill looked pretty good for the most part. But Delaney Walker, man, we just. It just so good to have him back out there and running and well, looking like him old self. Like definitely a playoff team last year if we have him. You know, losing him in the first game of the season, it just it was a crush, crushing, heartbreaking thing. And so it was good to have him back. Tajay Sharp looked great. I think I think he knows that it's going to be tough to make this roster this year, and he wants a spot on the team, and he also wants to be someone who's going to get played playing time and so I think he's come out just trying to prove something and so he, he's been playing great I thought he looked great um, other than that nothing too nothing too special of course Derek Henry didn't play uh, Corey, Davis, Corey Davis didn't play AJ Brown didn't play AJ Brown and so it you know it was just it was limited as far as the guys that that I was looking forward to seeing and seeing how they how they done but uh, I'll tell you a no-show I was excited about watching was Adam Humphreys. Uh, I saw him catch one pass. Um, granted, the defense was all over him, and it didn't seem like there was a lot of one-on-one -on -one opportunities. And so, you know, I, I guess that's just part of the situational football that they play. But um, there was a couple times he was open, and Mariota just threw it to Tajay Sharp. So... But Tajay was catching them, so I don't blame Mariota for throwing it to him. So, but anyways, let's transition into the schedule. Um, so how we'll do this? We'll we'll go through each game. We'll, we'll say what I you know. We'll say who we're playing, what I think. John will tell us what he thinks, and that's how we'll move on till at the end. We'll get a, a overall record. And so we start off with the Browns, and so. John, what do you think happened at Cleveland, first game of the season, all the hype that's going on in Cleveland, what happens when we go up there? We're going to hand Cleveland that big old L. I tell you what, these Cleveland Browns, yes, they have acquired some key pieces. Odell Beckham, ooh, one player doesn't get you a W, guys. 
That's all I gotta say. 24-17 Titans in Cleveland. Oh wow, we're going with the with the game pick. Okay, oh, with, the, with the score. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling myself right now, y'all. <laughs> I'm de- I'm saying win too. Uh, I think there's just a lot of hype in Cleveland. I think the Browns will be good later in the season rather than earlier because they'll eventually figure it out. But at first, with a new head coach. New scheme, all those things with new players and all the talent they have, and only one football. I'm just anxious to see uh, see how it goes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 21-17 Titans. I am a little nervous about that mustache, though. Baker's mustache is phenomenal. My goodness, it's not as good as Mariota's mustache. Well, that is for sure. They're both equally dangerous. Okay, game two. Who, who we got on the schedule for game two? Andrew Luck. <laughs> that's, that's who we got. The Titans two. open home, home game, uh, opening day of home is week two. They play Andrew Luck and the other ten people on offense. All right. But most importantly, they're facing Andrew Luck. Like we're 0-12 against him. I still – that's mind-boggling. So, we haven't done so well against Andrew Luck in, our, in, in the career of him being – uh, with the Colts, uh, I don't think we've won with him starting we haven't. a game. No. And so, here's what I believe is going to happen uh, as as we retire Steve McNair and Eddie George's jersey before the game on that day. I believe the streak will end. I think we'll get our first win against Andrew Luck and Jarrell Casey. We'll be so happy. We'll get the monkey off our backs. And I think it's going to be a, a close game. I, I think I think 24-21, field goal late probably wins the game. Um, but that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you on that one. I think this is finally the time, and I know we say this every single year, that we're finally going to beat Andrew Luck. But honestly, I really think that this year we finally do it. I think we end up splitting the series with them this year. We beat them in Nashville. They beat us in Indy. But, yeah, this is the year that we finally get the monkey off our back and we finally take that step towards being a great team. Not a good team, but a great team, as Mike Rabel would put it. Now, week three, let me get the schedule pulled back up. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars coming to town. No, we're going to Jacksonville. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, yep, you're right, you're right. Whoops. <laughs> Apparently, I can't I can't read, guys. I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> Too many to, concussions over the years. We're going to Jacksonville Thursday night football after playing the Colts. On Sunday, this one is a, a toss-up for me, but I'm going to win because we own Jacksonville, and I don't know why they think Nick Foles is their savior, and all of a sudden they're just going to start winning games because Nick Foles. Uh, I know analysts are picking them to go be first. Some some are picking them to win the division, and I just think that's just bonkers. But uh, I'm going to go win Titans, um, and I will go two stingy defenses. I might go. I might go 16-10, Titans. I think that Jacksonville pulls off the game and gets that W against us because you know a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. But again, it's Jacksonville. Jacksonville, the past few years has actually done very well. The first half of the season, minus the exception where they actually won the division two years ago, but. Yeah, we're going to go into Jacksonville. It's going to be a close game, like you said. It's just going to be an all-defensive show out. But Jacksonville gets the W, unfortunately. We have to go on to the next week and see if we can better ourselves after that. 
Okay, I'm gonna need a new co-analyst for the show because he just picked it. Jacksonville. I don't want to pick Jacksonville. I just got that feeling that that's how it's gonna end up going. All right, so the next game we at the Falcons. We go fly to play that Falcons in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. What a mecca of a stadium! Oh, it's gorgeous. And we're gonna lose. So <laughs> that's, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Uh, I just it's hard to beat Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. In their stadium, I just don't see us winning. Uh, I don't think we're going to get blown out, but I think they probably beat us by a touchdown. I'd say 28-21. I say this is going to be one of those classic Titans games where they, they just fumble the ball from the start. It's just downhill from the moment the clock starts. You're going to have turnovers. It's going to be so unorganized. No one's going to know what they're doing. Because, again, every year you get that one or two games where the Titans just seem to just kick themselves in the butt and leave us scratching our heads like, what in the world is going on? We're better than this. What are we doing? But yeah, that's that's probably how it's going to go down, unfortunately. I know we're not being very optimistic right now, but again, we've been watching this team over the last decade now, so we're accustomed to seeing games like this just out of nowhere. So that's four games, so it's a quarter through the season, um, and we we have them at, uh, I have them three and one, John has them two and two, and so okay, let's let's flip it. Let's go to the the, the second quarter of the season. The Buffalo Bills travel to Nashville. Win, win, move on. Well, win. we said that last year. Yeah, look what happened. I'm look at you, it, Nick Williams, catch the daggum ball. That's why he's sitting at home right now. He's not on a team. All right. I mean, he might be. You might be out on a team somewhere. I mean, I can drop a ball. Where's my million dollar contract? And if you're not. You know, you could probably listen to this podcast because we're probably the only ones that will talk about you. Right. Like and you them. just, you just, you drop the ball, okay, buddy? You drop the ball. We're, we're in the playoffs. We're okay? the only ones that remember your name right now. That's not for a good reason either. All right, so yeah, I say W two, but then again, I wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee choked as well. Because I mean, two touchdowns, two touchdowns. We're at home, two touchdowns. We win by two touchdowns. All right. Next, we got the Titans traveling the Mile High. Mile High Stadium. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Titans win this one too. Uh, Denver's, you know, they got a good defense. I still don't know what their offense looks like. I know they they picked up Joe Flacco, uh, who lost his job to Lamar Jackson, who can't throw it four yards. Hey, but that man can run 100 yards. He game. can run though. He's fast. Yeah. Uh, he's but so, he's so fast. He makes <laughs> fast people look not fast. But I say he, I say we win. I say we win. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 21-18 on that one. I'm gonna go 21-18. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. The Titans are definitely gonna pull that one off, you know. But here's the game that you and me have started butting heads on right now: the Chargers coming to Nashville. Now, historically, you have to admit the Titans have not fared well against Philip Rivers and the Chargers. They've only gotten one win against them in the regular season in our history of being in Nashville. We have to say that. Yeah, we haven't we haven't done so well. I thought uh, honestly, the last two times we've played them though, I think I think it was the last two times we played them in London last year, and then when we we played them in uh, San Diego when they were San Diego Chargers. Yeah, that's correct. Um, we started off terrible in that game. Mariota brought us back. We barely lost. Uh, we needed something to happen here or there. We win that game. London, we go for two. Terrible play call. Uh, t- awful play call. Uh, in that game, 
Mariota looked good in that game. Uh, he brought us back. He did have one deflection that was picked. That really kind of that was in the red zone. That cost us some points. Deion Lewis looked great in that game. So I thought we stuck in there, played well. Uh, who knows if Melvin Gordon's going to be playing running back for the Chargers? I have no fat clue. He's wanting to get paid uh, big money, and and now he's. I even heard he, he's asking to be traded. So is he really? Yeah. Is so I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how good the charge about. I think we I think we can beat them. And so I'm going to I'm going to stick with that and say we beat them because they're coming to Nissan Stadium. And I say we beat them kind of like we did it was a London game. It's going to be close. I think we beat them 21-20. That's why we're such good friends cuz you're the real uh, you're the optimist, I'm the realist. So <laughs> but next game should be an interesting one. We have the former number 1 pick James Winston going up against the number 2 pick Mariota. And this is actually big time year for both quarterbacks because you know are they the future of their franchises are they going to get the pace or the paycheck that they deserve or so they think so we'll find out so what do you think about this matchup because i'm actually really intrigued to see how this one's going to turn out for the titans and the buccaneers for that matter uh so i think that tennessee is going to win this game um no no question i think they're going to win this game uh, I think they win by a touchdown at least. So, you know, I, I just – I don't see Tampa Bay's defense being all that great. I actually think we score quite a bit. I think we I think we win uh, – I think we win 30 to 20. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to say 30 to 20, more than a touchdown. I think it will actually be a low-scoring affair. I think both quarterbacks will have played well. Like, they're obviously not going to light up the scoreboard, but they're going to make the right reads. They're going to make the right plays. They're going to be smart. They're going to use their legs. Obviously, Jameson has the better arm than Mario. But it's just going to be one of those games where the defense actually steps up. There's going to be hardly any turnovers for that matter. It's just the way the game's going to be played out. But I agree. I think Tennessee's going to pull this one out. We'll say 17-14 Titans. Okay, so next on the schedule we have Titans at Carolina. I'm going to go with the Titans losing this one. Really? Uh, it's just going there. It's going to be stinking hot. What does that uh, have to do with anything? I don't know. We just don't – I don't know what happens when we play these hot places. I don't know. And they're probably going to the beach the night before. Probably going to make some stupid decisions. I don't – It's and it's Cam Newton. What, what is there Carolina. to do with Carolina? I'm just telling you right now, it's just – I what? feel like that's one of those games they're not going to win. I just – just looking for random reasons for them yeah, to lose this game. Yeah, they're going to go out and they're going to get slightly intoxicated. They're going to get killed this game. This, see, the, for you, from, you said in Atlanta we're going to have that game. We're just fumbling it from the start. Okay. That's what's going to happen in Carolina. We're just going to be doing stupid stuff from the start. And it's just not going to make any sense. It's going to be a head scratcher. But we're probably going to lose like 21 to 10. That's what's gonna happen. You know, I, I accept that, but don't don't you dare blame the booze on that. <laughs> and then, here I am. Here I am being an optimist. Okay, twenty-one go. to ten. Yeah, why is our team a bunch of alcoholics? It should be us, the fans, that are consistently intoxicated watching them play. Okay, okay. So next we have Kansas City coming to Tennessee. Patrick Mahomes, aka Kermit the Frog. What do you think he's gonna bring to the table? I mean, I think he's going to do Patrick Mahomes things. That's what I think. The no-flip pass? He's going to do that all day on us? 
I'd like to see a couple of no lookers. Um, but I just want to see us have a close game. So I'm, I'm going to say this one we to win, to win, we're going to have to score a lot. But I don't think we're going to win, but I think we're going to score more than we would normally would. So I'm going to, I'm going to go 35-27, Chiefs. I think this is going to be one of those classic Titans upset games because, you know, they're guaranteed one game a year where they actually play to the level of their competition. They just shock the world. That's usually what happens. It happened last year with Philadelphia, New England, Dallas. I think this is that game. You know, Patrick Mahomes, he's not – by any means gonna have a bad game either he's gonna do what Patrick Mahomes does he's gonna probably throw for three touchdowns but I think Mariota's gonna have a special day right there he's gonna be able to keep up he might have an interception or two but Tennessee ends up squeaking this one out of the end and then there you go your classic Titans upset game that gives the fan base so much hope just to rip out their heart and soul at the end of the year yeah so who do we play the next week Jacksonville at Okay, so I don't think that'll be the game where we win and then we get our hopes up and then we lose to Jacksonville because I think we'll beat Jacksonville uh, at home. Oh, yeah, split this. Yeah, split the series with them. Well, I got them sweeping the series. But anyways, I think they'll beat Jacksonville at home um, and it'll be by touchdown. I mean, that's fair. Plus, it is Nashville and the Titans are guaranteed to always lay down the butt whooping on Jacksonville when they come to our house. It's just the way it's been. So, let's see. Next we have, all right, here's another L in my opinion. The Titans travel to Lucas Oil Stadium to take on Andrew Luck and 10 other random players again. So, what week is this? Uh, let's see. This is week 12. Week 12, okay. I do want to mention our bye week. I had to count that. Bye week, I think, is week 8. Yeah, I think you're right. So, bye week is week 8. Um, but at Lucas Oil Stadium, we lose. Oh, yeah. And we probably lose royally. But I'm not going to say that. I'm, I'm going to be optimist. I'm going to say we lose an overtime field goal beats us. I think it's just going to be a slaughter. <laughs> we never play well in Indianapolis. All right, so next we have the Titans traveling to the Raiders. I think the Titans will win that one. I think the Raiders have talent. But they're just—they're not that great. They're not that great. Uh, they're on their so, way to imploding under John Gruden right now, as it would appear. Yeah. So I, I think we win. I think we win that one. Uh, probably a touchdown, maybe ten. All right, Texans at Titans. Texans at Titans. I got the Titans winning. I think it's going to be a close one. So I'm going to go twenty-four, twenty-one Titans. What do you think? Well, it just depends on if. Mariota still playing at this point or not? Yeah, all this is is pending on Mariota playing every game. So, tune into our next podcast whenever we <laughs> predict these games with uh, Ryan Tannehill as the starting quarterback. So, yes, again, this is just all hypothetical if Mariota can stay healthy, which again, it's not a guarantee. This is hypothetical for the whole team to stay healthy. <laughs> right. Because if we lose Delaney Walker again, if we lose Mariota, if our offensive lineman goes down. If more people fail drug tests. Yeah, not to mention Taylor Lewan's not going to be there for four games. Hey, don't talk about Dad like that, though. <laughs> All right, so now we have the Saints at the Titans. I think that this is going to be another classic upset game. So, again, the Saints... They're all comfortable in their dome back home. We get how it is. 
but this is December football, late December. It's going to be cold in Nashville. Who knows what the weather's actually going to be like, though. But again, you have to take into consideration the elements to this certain extent. It could be a blizzard. It could be just a monsoon. You just never know here in the Mid-South. So we'll see how it goes, but I think Tennessee pulls this game off. Mariota has a decent showing. He's not going to have an eye-opener by any means. But what do you think? I think Titans win. I think they still won uh, just because it's at Nissan Stadium. That's the only reason why I think they'll win. All right, we're at the last game of the year right now. We have the Titans at the Houston Texans. And is this the game where they actually whoop out the powder blue jerseys and they represent the old Houston Oiler team and just rub it in their faces? Uh, they might. I don't know what jersey they're going to whip out, but they're probably going to get whipped. Uh, they're going to lose this game to end the season. I still believe that they'll have the division locked up before this game, so it's not going to matter. I'm hoping that we've got the – second string playing because we've already locked up a playoff spot and won a division at this point so that's that's my hope but we lose this game all right so i have them going an overall record of 11 and 5 i believe your math adds up to 10 and 6 so we're we're pretty neck and neck on that one 10 and 6 11 and 5 either way we win the division and we host a home playoff game both of us believe that's what's going to happen uh, we hope that's what's going to happen. Obviously, we know that some of those games, there's a lot of variables that play into it. There's some toss-up games. I think for the most part, Tennessee's going to have a good year, even though a lot of analysts and football experts that don't know jack squat think that we're not going to win that many games, and that's fine because uh, we we're used to not getting the respect that uh, I believe this, this team will – earn this year I mean so I think we win the division and we host a home game in the playoffs and then Super Bowl prediction (sighs) man I don't want to say I don't want to jinx us I really don't (laughs) you gotta gotta say the Titans Uh, yeah oh god yeah you're right we gotta say Titans versus somebody it's every year you know what? I'm going to say Titans versus Minnesota Vikings. Cause, why, John? Because why not? Because the Simpsons predicted it. That's why. You never bet against the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm going to go. I said, and I was, you know, I, I said Titans, Bears. I don't know. I think that would be a that'd be a fun Super Bowl, too. So, that'd be cool. Of course it'd be fun because our team would be in there. But, again, true. What are the chances of the Titans actually making it to the Super Bowl? Which, if they do, we totally got to play this podcast back. How crazy would that be? Yeah, this might go viral. All right, so we got to play that game now? Okay, so I'm gonna do, we'll just do three. So this game, how it works is we, we call it fair to say. So I'm going to make a statement, and then we'll say whether or not it's fair to say. So uh, the first one is, is it fair to say that Mariota will throw – for over 20 touchdowns this year. Oh, I think that's totally fair to say. I mean, what was it, just three years ago where he had the best red zone percentage out there in the NFL? 
before he totally took that downhill slide. And he's just got the weapons. He's got Adam Humphreys. He's got Delaney Walker down in the middle of the field. He's got Corey Davis. Again, he's got A.J. Brown. He's got Taewon Taylor. He has no excuses not to throw for more than 20 touchdowns this year. And on top of that, I think he's also going to rush for maybe four or five as well. But then again, it is Marcus. I mean, is he going to get past week three or even week one for that matter? Who knows? But I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. This is a contract year for him. I mean, if he balls out, he balls out. That's awesome. We get to keep buying his gear and representing him. But if he doesn't, well, move on to the future. But I think it's safe to say that he is going to throw for more than 20 touchdowns this year. Because, I mean, he just doesn't have an excuse. Yeah, I I think it's fair to say, too. Uh, Next one. Is it fair to say that our defense will remain in the top five as best defenses in the league? I think that's also fair. I mean, we didn't lose any key pieces. We actually gained some key pieces. We got the rookies from last year coming back. Uh, Harold Landry, I think he's going to get maybe six sacks this year. You pair him with Jarrell Casey. I know Jeffrey Simmons probably isn't going to play, if at all, in the later half of the season. I know there's a reason why they took him with a top pick the first round. He's going to be a monster. You got Rashawn Evans. You got um, Wesley Woodard. Woodyard, I'm sorry, I apologize for that. Woodyard, he's really held down that defense the past several seasons. And also, let's not forget that secondary, Malcolm Butler. He's finally comfortable. Well, I say he's comfortable. He's back in the system. Logan Ryan, Adoree Jackson, and obviously Kevin Byard, who just signed an incredible contract, well-deserved. So there's no reason that this defense cannot be elite in this league and return back to form and be a top-five defense to show out. Is it fair to say that Adam Humphreys will lead this team in receptions? False, because you know who's back this year, Delaney Walker. He's going to catch all the balls. He's going to score all the touchdowns. And my guy is going to lead us back to the playoffs. So it's not fair to say. Yeah, totally not fair to say that. I'm going to say it is fair to say, and I think it will be close between him and Delaney. But – Adam Humphreys gives us something we haven't had in a long time, a true slot receiver, someone who is really good on third down, who can get open, has is pretty much unguardable one-on-one. Um, and so I think he's going to lead us in receptions. Uh, okay, the last one, let's do oh, – extra, there we go. Is it fair to say that Ryan Tannehill will start at least three games? I don't think that's fair to say. Um, Would I be surprised? No, but I think for sure that he's definitely going to come in and relieve Mariota from time to time. But actually starting three games, I just I don't know because again, you just you just don't know in this league. It's a coin toss. Mariota can trip and fall and knock knock the wind out of him. Tannehill comes in to relieve him. Marcus can start the next week. You just don't know. So I think it's unfair to say that Tannehill will start three games this year. I think it's fair to say just because of the history of Marcus's injuries. Um, I don't believe he will ever start a game because he's taken Mario to spot. Uh, I just think it's going to be just like because of last year, he's going to miss some games. I don't think he's going to miss multiple weeks and just might be a game here and a game there. Um, and so, and I'm also hoping that the last game of the season, 
Mariota don't have to play, and so Ryan Tannehill can play, and that counts as one. So I'm also hoping that as well. But we'll see uh, see how it goes. Uh, but I think it is fair to say. So anyways, thanks for listening to our podcast. I know it was a little bit longer. Um, we had a lot to cover as far as the schedule and, and things like that. We're excited about this season. Uh, we'll try to do some things more more week to week. Uh, the preseason's coming up. Um, we probably won't start doing pregame pregame coverage podcasts until uh, actually week one. Um, but uh, stay tuned um, and get excited and tighten up. Um, tighten up. So this is Brett and John, and you just listened to the Good Talk podcast. I'm literally pushing the pause button. I see it just went black. <laughs>